Right, so we're gonna move on to uh, a question I love to ask. Do you guys believe in ghosts? I do. Do you have any ghost stories? Uh, Joe, explain. Oh, this is oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay that's, explain immediately. Okay. Do I have any ghost stories? Um, actually, yes. I I have this one. This is only this one experience. This one time in my life where this happened to me. I was like probably like. 10 or 11 years old i was um i was in this house i'm living in now i was uh playing my piano i was like re doing some music stuff i was learning some song because i was taking lessons at the time and um i remember i was like i was playing a piece and i stopped to look at the the score just to see like just see like the notes and stuff like that and then all of a sudden i just hear this like voice in my left ear go and then I was like, I like freaked out. I literally ran away. I was just like, I was just like, holy shit, that was insane. Like, what the fuck was that? Hey, I'm Brandon from Promises Kept Collective. This is the Hey, How's It Going show. I'm here with the guys from Empty Vessel, a metalcore band from New Jersey. Hey guys, how's it going? What's going on, man? Hey. What's going on? Uh, just hanging out, recording cassettes, having a good time, man. So, so first off, why don't you guys shout out uh, anything you want to shout out, plug whatever you want to do, uh, do all that. Uh, word. Uh, so we have we're pretty much like on all social media, pretty much Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, with Instagram and Facebook being like the most you you so still running running get acquainted on Twitter, but um. Yeah, definitely follow us on there. I think our Insta handle is like Empty Vessel Band. And then I think on Facebook, it's like just look up Empty Vessel or Empty Vessel Official or something like that in the URL. You can't miss it. It's a, it's a Burgundy and Gold logo. So. All right, fantastic. Um, so how did you guys get the name Empty Vessel? If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it was one of our former members that came up with the name. He, he, I remember he was talking to me one day. I think, because at, at that, at this point, like a couple of years back, we were called. We called ourselves, or even uh, guitarist Nick was in the band. Um, we were called the Nothing Beneath Us, which, funny enough, is now the name of our debut EP. Um, and he was just we, him and I were just talking. Um, his name is Ben, by the way. Um, and we were talking, and, I, and Ben told me he was like, was like, what about? Was like, what about Empty Vessel? And like. For me, that like it just struck a chord. I was like, "That's actually like a really just sick band name." It, there wasn't any. I don't think there's really any like story behind it. I don't think from what he told me, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, just a cool sounding name. Yeah, exactly. It's stuck. Mm -hmm. Sick. All right, cool. Uh, so well, I know that Nick does vocals. Uh, what else do you all play? Like, why'd you choose that instrument? Um, I play guitar. Um, I am me. I don't, we don't really have like a lead or a rhythm guitarist. Me and Joe kind of, uh, both <clears throat> do some of the leads and some of the rhythm parts, just depending on how it's written or, you know, what's going on, who's singing at that part. And I do backing vocals. Um, so like that kind of goes into like who plays what lead parts and whatnot. All right, cool. Well, Joe. Yeah, I uh, and I like Nick said the we kind of go back and forth with like rhythm and lead guitar playing. 
Although I do sing the, uh, I'm like the main, I hate saying this word, but clean singer in the band. Sing all the melodies and all the hee. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Nick, what, what made you like become a singer? I have actually been a guitarist for the longest time. And I was in a couple bands back then. And I recently, I want to say the last three or four years, I've just got so into the element of wanting to get like words out and wanting to take a more upfront approach as opposed to just playing guitar on stage. And I just, I went for it. And I've known these guys for a very long time, uh, especially Joe and uh, our other drummer who's not here, Zach. We were in a band together. And we just jammed out. I tried it out and it just, it stuck. And I got half decent while doing it. So it's kind of stuck. Sweet. All right. You said you, you guys all met in another band? Yes. How did you meet originally? Like, the how'd you meet for that band? I met Joe back when I worked at Guitar Center. This has to go back maybe 2013 or 14. Yeah. uh, Joe came in with his band at the time, The Nothing Beneath Us. And I was trying to uh, do my take on recording bands at that point. So I saw them in the room. They were jamming out. I asked them if I could track them. Um, Throughout time, we just kind of got into like a friendship and then we wound up entering another band called glass houses. We were around from about 2014 to 2016. I want to say 2015, 2016. Um, my drummer in this band, Zach, as well as Joe were both in that band. And then after that band split, we wound up coming into uh, empty vessel. And then we found the rest of our members. Fantastic. That's pretty neat. So, um, all right, uh, that covers that. Now, t- let's talk about your song, the your brand new signal you just released, I think, May 1st, right? Yes. Mouth Breather. Uh, so, what can you tell me about that one? Mouth Breather is pretty much, uh, it's, it's an old term, but it's something that I've personally gotten from Stranger Things, which is a hit show right now. And um, I didn't know that what the song is about. Huh? I didn't know that's where you got the title for that yeah, song. Yeah. So the uh, the element of what the song is about pretty much is through the lyrics, we put up a lyric video too. It's about a friend or a person in someone's life that pretty much um, they use and abuse your kindness. You keep giving them, you're giving into them, you're trying to help them, but they don't want help and they wind up stabbing you in the back. And then they go to people and, you know, they, it's pretty much in the lyrics. It's a, about people in your life, bad friends, they mess with you, and you've just had enough at that point. And now you look back at them and you're like, yeah, I'm glad I cut the ties at that point. It's pretty yeah, much. That's wild. That's, uh, so what was it like getting uh, Ryan Kirby on the track? You guys want to take that or? Uh... Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, you were you were really in communication with him, Nick. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was mostly Nick who pulled, like, I mean, obviously – we all wanted it, but it was kind of Nick who pulled it off. So you could definitely speak to it best. All right. So Ryan Kirby from fit for a King is hands down one of my top favorite vocalists and fit for a King is one of my favorite bands. So along with Joe, it's up there with Joe, it's up there with our drummer, Zach. Um, and we just, 
through jam and we've we've kind of heard influences from fit for a king and i was like you know what what are the chances that we can get one of our like iconic collective favorite vocalists on a track and i reached out to him he was very kind he was very into it and he wanted to do it and it was it was awesome it's a great it's a great feeling having someone that you look up to in the in the music world saying you know what that's cool i'm gonna do this with you guys that's sick that's pretty cool yeah well i've got the track pulled up here we're gonna give it a little play uh shout out to the nine people watching right now feel free to ask anything but here is mouth breather by fit uh (laughs) 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 featuring ryan kirby of fit for a king oh i can't wait to put this on stage Yeah, that's Aaron Chaparian, by the way. Yes. I love this intro. This is Ryan Kirby, for those who don't know. Oh, <laughs> 
Nothing to say, I gave you all I could Replacing my heart, never did I think you would tear this all apart Now all you have to say is, fuck Um, so through an editing point, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still a fantastic song though. So, uh, we had a couple questions while my internet went away, um, from Carl Donk. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Zach said hi. Zach, hi, get Zach. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being here, bud. Is Zach another member of the band? Yeah, yeah. Zach is, uh, our drummer. He's currently working or getting home from work. Tell him to hit us up. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Carl wants a post quarantine show. Um, yeah, we talked about that a little bit while you were disposed, indisposed, disposed, nah, whatever. Terrible internet. Um, so Justin says, What's your favorite show you all played? I was actually thinking about this recently. So, I mean, there's a couple, like, obviously, like the House of Independence shows that we've played are like up there because they're such big shows. The first one probably a little bit more just because like it was the first time at least I've played in a venue like that and we're playing with uh uh <laughs> uh who the fuck did we play with um a bleeding through um, yeah we played with Sentinels and Bleeding Through with the the two big bands. But I think my favorite show honestly was our EP release show at All Star. Dude yeah. I just had so much fun like in that show and the turnout was so good. Everyone was wearing like the empty vessel merch and everyone was moving the fuck around. And like, um, even afterwards we walked off and like all of our friends were like, yo, you guys looked like you were having so much fun. Cause we were like, it was just a blast. Like it was just such a good time. And, um, yeah. So I, I'd probably say our EP release, like I love planet all star and it's just that show. Oh, it was such a blast. Awesome. All right, cool. Uh, anybody else got some comments or? Uh, I guess I would say yeah. The uh, definitely the House of Independence shows are up there for sure. That one during the summer was just like that was like that was like for for me personally that was like wow like I'm holy shit I'm actually on the stage where I've seen so many of some of my favorite bands play and it's just like it was just such a cool feeling honestly just being up there. Um, and just seeing just seeing all our friends in the crowd and everything was a really good feeling. That one's definitely up there. Um, and yeah, definitely the EP release show is also one of my favorites. I don't think I have a top like number one favorite. I think I have like a, probably a couple. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's also shows that we've played where like say for example, um, 
like there's like the headline band like that plays is like maybe it's a band i've never seen before or it's a band i'm like haven't even seen like or haven't even really paid that lot a lot of attention to um like so for example we played with like the last 10 seconds of life that show was fun that was a good show we played yeah that was a crazy show we played with this show this three band show it was us life itself and then the greater was headlining and honestly, ever since that show, I've been a huge fan of Degrader. They're like such a cool, sick band. They're like all hilarious. They're cool guys. Yeah. Their music's sick. Um, yeah, definitely. Those are my top ranking ones for sure. Fantastic. So getting back to the song we just heard, Mouth Breather, what can you guys tell me about that? Natalie, we uh, had a good listen to it, rocked out to it for a second. Mm. Any insider secrets or f- stories from recording or anything like that? It's, it's been a work in progress for like when I started, I think the the first ideas for that song were probably <clears throat> brought up like maybe more than like, maybe like more than a year and a half ago, maybe. Yeah. I was going to say about a year and a half. This song is, <laughs> we've been sitting on this for a I long mean, you sent me a demo of it when I joined, like, yeah. which now, was like two we went, years ago now. We were in Ramapo. We went to, we went to the same college together. Funny enough, how that's how Nick became a, um, a member of the band. I just basically told him that, like, hey, we, I, we need another guitarist. Um, yeah, that's a fun story, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Like, I, uh, um, so I went to Joe's dorm. Me and Joe were in like classes together throughout our time at Ramapo, and um, I needed a piece of gear. I use like my for our live setup. Like, I use my amp modeler like in my head um rig but for like a performance i was doing on campus i didn't want to lug that thing across campus and joe had the pedal version so i was like i asked him in class i was like yeah can i borrow that he was like yeah come by so i i like swung by his uh what's up miles and i swung by his dorm and uh like he 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 pulled me in and he's like yo you want to see some stuff i'm working on and joe i don't know if i ever told you this but like I hadn't known Joe very well at that point. So like when he's like, yo, you want to hear some stuff I'm working on? I was like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Cause I didn't know him. So like, I mean, obviously I want to be supportive, but I had no idea if it was going to be trash. Right. So, um, (laughs) he pulled me in and, um, so he's like, yeah, like I'm working on this shit for my band, empty vessel. We're just getting in the works of like putting some material together so we could start playing out. Uh, we'd been working on it for a couple of years and I was like, all right, bet play it for me. And I don't remember which one he played for me, but it was one of one of the songs off the EP. And instantly I was like, Oh my fucking God, this shit's so tight. And I, I was like, it was just, the drums were so well-written and it sounded so good. And even for a demo, like all the tones were so beefy and it was just, it went so hard. Obviously if you, if you guys in the audience have listened to our EP, not to brag, but obviously it goes hard. Um, I mean, I guess it's not bragging for me since I didn't write any of that. But you guys can't um, tell we're very big fans of our own band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I we were like chatting about it, and I was like, dude, like if you guys ever need a guitarist, like let me know. And I was just being polite and like I meant it, but I didn't think they did. And he was like, Well, actually, we kind of do. And then uh long story short, like a couple months later, he was like, Yo, we're starting to get together for rehearsals. He's still interested. And I was like, Hells yeah. And here we are. Sick. Um, but uh, back to Mouth Breather, which was the initial question. Um, 
I'm going to hand it back to Joe because he could speak Nick, Nick and Joe, because they could speak to it better. Because like I said, like they, they mostly did like the writing and recording on this one. Uh, but this one's actually the first one we recorded live drums on. The EP yeah. was, uh, uh, was, uh, um, uh, like, what was it? Slate? What, what did you guys use? It was, it was Get Good Drums. GGD. Oh, get good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nolly and Misha. Um, so, well, no longer. Yeah, Nolly. so the first one was, was get good drums. It was all programmed. But this one, we got Zach in the studio. Yeah. And boy, did he rip it up. Yeah, facts. Speaking of Zach in the studio, uh, I saw his comment. He says, tell him about the crash symbol thing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. So at the beginning of the song, um, there's like a part where like Zach chokes the symbols. Bop, bop, bop. And like, yeah, bop. About that part, um, and I think we were it was we were at that point in the recording process. We were at that part in the song, and for some reason, uh, it just kind of wasn't getting. We were we weren't getting the kind of clean like cutting sound like like of the, like the choke symbols that we wanted. So Zach was like, Zach was just like, guys, just go in the studio like while I'm in there, just stand by the kit and just like choke them for me so that way I don't have to basically do anything. And I'm like, okay, word, I'm down. And so lo and behold, me and Nick. Went in there, starts the take. I, he freaking hits one. I I close it immediately. He hits the other one. Nick closes that, and then we let it go. And then, boom! That's how the drums sound the way they are. Studio magic, baby. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that was the that was the funnest part of tracking drums was that it took six to eight times to get that. I think, and it and I kept messing up. <laughs> No one's perfect at choking symbols. So, that's <laughs> art. Insider secrets. Um, <laughs> so, what was I going to say? Uh, so, here we go. Uh, Miles asked, I asked Nick this question a while back, but I got to ask again what's the worst show experience you guys have ever had? Oh, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Do you? I was going to say, I really, not with this, I have one, but not of this band. I really. Unless you guys remind me of one that I don't remember, I really don't think we had a bad show experience. Other I've than one. go ahead. Um, what was it? Uh, the chance was that Poughkeepsie. Champs or oh chance. yeah okay. <laughs> so yeah, Nick knows where I'm going already. Yeah, but this show oh, was the second date on our first tour. Um and. The tour was great. What the one weird thing about both of these shows is that the venues were so cold. It was in January, I want to say. Uh, regardless, it was colder inside than it was outside. Yeah, they were both so cold. The first venue was at like an arcade, which was actually a really good show. It was a really fun show. And even though it was cold, we had a blast. It was a great audience. Like I'm not even mad about that show. I loved that show. Um, the second show, oh, it was just all around a bad time. Um, first off, we got a flat tire on the way. Um, so that was an obstacle and it was raining and Nick's jack didn't work. So now we have to figure out how we're going to change this tire so we can get back home, which is hours away. Um, and we're scrambling, trying to use other people's car jacks, but he drives a Jeep. So none of them were working. They're all like bending and falling out. Um, so this guy comes up and he helps us. He has a jack. It was super nice, super helpful. I was like, all right, cool. At least we got this sorted out. We go in, we get sorted. We're freezing, but whatever, right? I um, and so we're prepping for the show. Now the show, 
is supposed to start at six. So people start, or doors are at six. So people start rolling in and, you know, the crowd's coming in, whatever the place is, you know, filling up a little bit. Um, and then the person hosting is like, wait, there was a mistake. We have to push doors back to seven. So they kicked everyone else out that already came in and told them to come back in an hour. So now it's already off to a rough start. And then the show's finally starting at seven. It's kind of like, uh, calling it. Yeah, no, Zach, I'm getting to it. Stop spoiling the story. <laughs> um, so, um, it's already starting off rough, but you know, we're getting started. The first band, I don't know, remember the name of them, but I'm not going to say it anyways. Cause they were kind of not great. Um, but whatever, you know, we're going to be supportive. We were there. We were bobbing our heads. And then the next band, however many bands before us, whatever, go on. And then there's this band that came on that we referred to as the Boomer Band uh, because they were all like dad ages. They're all in like their 40s, 50s, probably. And they're playing like, like what, thrash metal? How would you guys categorize it? Yeah, thrash. Yeah. Um, they weren't bad. They had a good energy. Um, they were decent musicians but boy were they assholes um first off this guy kept criticizing the sound guy he kept going back i can't hear myself he kept going into the audience with his mic like listening to the levels and shit um and then towards the end quote unquote of their set um like they're like all right the guy is giving us like that we have to wrap it up like we have to come off. So we're just going to play one more, which is not what the guy said. They said they have to get off now because we were running low on time because we started so late. And so they ignored it and said they were going to play one more song. So rude. And then he proceeded to say, and we're probably not going to play here again because the sound just keeps getting worse and worse. So now he's blatantly shit talking the sound guy, which as anyone in a band knows is a huge no, no, because your sound is in their hands. Um, and then, um, yeah, and they're oh yeah, fucking thank you, Zach. He's like, yeah, we sold most of the tickets, and like they're trying to like justify that they have the right to take up all the time. And they so they came to the other song. We here early. We helped jack up a car. You got guys on their phones over at the bar. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he was calling people out in the audience. Like we were like really tired from traveling. We had just finished like you know like like fixing up our car in the rain we're exhausted we just wanted like a minute to like chill right we've been on the road like all day um and so we were just like trying to like save our energy for our set so we we're just chilling enjoying the band and then they call us out like yo like music didn't used to be like this like these these new kids they don't appreciate the art form like they're just shit talking the other bands now um and like while they're in their hometown like and whatever so and also for the record they didn't stay to support anyone after them they left right away which okay. is the funny part and then after they finished their first song their their last song that that was supposed to be not played they the drummer went like this and they fucking played another song what the fuck? like a 45 minute set when every band was supposed to have 20 minutes so by the time we finally got on stage we played like three songs Played like 15 minutes and then they told us, ah, oh, that's it. Like we, we don't have time for any more. So we didn't get to play like our two favorite songs. Um, and we drove all this way on tour to get our set cut short 
because of this fucking band that can't listen and thinks that they're better than everyone else. That's and so that crazy. for me was my worst experience with empty vessel. I was, I was livid. I was so mad. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Nick. I thought he, I thought the question was geared more towards performing a show because we've, we've had a good time performing okay. every show, but that show in particular was off the rails with just shock after from the driving in the snow, getting a flat tire, arriving, the snow turned to rain. My jack was broken. It, it just, it, it's all the core stories in one day. And just seeing that happen, getting called out, calling other people out, challenging the sound guy. My job was on the floor. I was sh shocked and laughing at the same time because I could not believe that this was actually happening. Um, and then our friend uh, Barry, he was hosting the show as a promoter. He, you know, he told me we have one more song. That was fine. We said that, you know, we understand due to whatever happened with Doors that we have one more song to go. So performing that same song, uh, he throws an X up and we're like, all right, we're going to have to wrap it up. Thank you so much. You know, fortunately, we got to wrap up early, whatever, whatever. So everyone was cool about it. But it was, <laughs> that show was awkward in the sense of it was like a B movie of a show. It was so bad. It was <laughs> oh, man, that was a shit storm. Joe, do you got one? <laughs> um, honestly, no. Y'all you, took the words right out of my mouth. I wish we could do that show again, honestly. Yeah, for real. Like, I don't. I, wish, I just wish we could – I wish that show we could do again without the Boomer Band and actually it's starting on time because we probably – Oh, you know what the worst part is? What's the guy hosting it, um, like the, right. the guy who put the show together, it was their hometown, The band, a band called Diamonds to Dust. Dudes rip. Check them out if you haven't. They're really good. Um, they um, almost weren't able to play. Yeah. We were, the the opening bands were supposed to finish by what? 10 or 11? Was it 10 or 11? I want to say 11. Oh, the whole show was supposed to finish by 11. Yes. But because of a fucking boomer band, they didn't get to go on till 11. And they had to like scramble to figure out if they could because it was like quiet. Um, so they almost didn't even get to play. And even though they did get to play, like they were able to work it out, they had to play a shortened set again because of this boomer band. They put the show together. They made no money from doing it, as far as I know, because most of the money went to the touring bands. Um, and then got shafted but because of this fucking boomer band. Yeah, we, it, we were on, I don't know if anyone said it before. We were on the road. It was like a little weekend warrior thing. And we were with our buddy band, also from New Jersey and Flemington, Levitated. And they headlined that Poughkeepsie show. And they, no, I'm sorry, they didn't. They, we we went out together. They didn't headline that one. They got cut. And like you said, the Diamonds got shafted. That's yeah. fucking brutal. Oh, that's wild. Um, fuck the Boomer Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You should make um, that a shirt. That was a little different <laughs> than that. Holy shit. Bringing it on to a little bit of a different uh, subject, do you guys have anybody you want to thank for where you are right now? What was the question? I'm so sorry. Do you have anyone you want to thank for where you are right now? Um, all of our day ones. There's like a lot of people who have been there since like our very first show and we still see their faces in the crowd. And I don't know. To me, that means a lot. Like, because when they first came, like our first show was kind of interesting um for me at least because you know most of my performances at that point were either with like shitty high school bands or 
you know, college performances, which are really fun and I love them, but it wasn't quite the same, you know? Um, so like just seeing all these people, they were just all strangers and over time they just became such close friends. Like that means a lot to me. Like, especially like people, like the boys and like my last breath, RIP. Um, like even like if you guys, do, if you don't know Brandon, who my last breath is, there are bands that we were really close with in our early days and they, um, were kind of blowing up like around the time they unfortunately broke up. Um, and we played so many shows with them and we loved playing with them because their style was right up our alley. And, um, when it's, when they broke up, they still, we still see them at our shows. Like they're, they're still there to support. And, you know, whenever Mike Rafter is there, he comes on stage with us and he's like doing the, the guest vocals that he did on our EP. Right. So he's featured on the song Anchor. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to all our day ones. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. When's the, my last breath reunion, I guess. I wish. Um, I've been poking a few of them for a while now, trying to say, "Hey, let's let's do." It. We, we, had, we, had we were supposed to have a show. Yeah, with we, we were supposed to have a show in Tom's River, New Jersey, at the Log Cabin, awesome venue. And um, due to COVID, we didn't have that, but that was going to be the uh, the farewell farewell show, I think, for uh, my last project. We're going hungry for the dubs, all right? So let's uh, okay. let's go over here, I guess. Is that me? What is happening? Is that me? That was weird. I think yeah. that was me. That's strange. I was I had another I had another tab open. I think it was like a Facebook tab or something, but it just started playing. Yeah, like, I was like, wait, is that me? Like, is that my Discord open? I was like, what is going on? Oh, Mike. Shout out Mike from My Last Breath. Yeah, Mike. Double Mike. Mike squared from Miles Breath. Oh, he's watching. Um, That's cool. Uh, I think I was I was looking at the chat. Miles asked us bands that we love playing with. Uh, good. Got Gotta say, gotta say, Andrew Cold, Levitated, Viridian. Personally, Um, who else? Uh, I love playing with Diamonds and Dust. I love playing with No I Scene. Um. Oh, no, I have seen it so good. Yeah. I'm wearing their shirt right now. Yeah. There you go. I was, I was about, Nick, I was about to wear that shirt and I was like, you know what? No, let me just, just throw my, my <laughs> Nick, remember when you and Kevin did that at that one show? You were both wearing no I have seen merch? Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. And weren't we in like their town or something? When we, I don't remember. No, no, that was the Asbury show. Oh, the Asbury right. show? Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. So Katya, I think that's how you say that name. Uh, Katya, that's my girlfriend. What? That's my girlfriend. Okay. I uh, wants to know what band you want to play with in the future. Um. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I would say Currents, but we played with them already because they're definitely yeah. a big influence. Uh, be really cool. Oh, if we could play for, with Fit for a King and have uh, fucking Ryan Kirby come on for Mouth Breather. I wish. I don't know. I don't know if that would happen, but I would definitely love to do. I mean, that's kind of like my goal at this point. I think the question wasn't who do you think you could play with? It's who do you want to? I stand corrected. Yeah. Corrected. Think bigger. All right. Then Nick, you go first. I want to play with Queen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I would love to play with Era. I feel like our new, like the stuff we're working on now is like kind of up that alley. Northlane would really suit like the the stuff we got cooking. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, local bands that I've mentioned in an interview before. Earth Seven. I love seeing them, so I'd love to play with them. Uh, ba ba A band that I got into after we played with that I actually got into because of Cat. Um, notions. I I got it huge into them, and then Cat was like, "Oh, you guys should like look into playing with them because like, um, they're like kind of your vibe and like they're really good and really fun. And, like then we could just enjoy, um, like watching them too." And um, then I looked back at our old shows, and it turns out we have played with them. Yep. Um, so I'd love to play with them again. Yeah, big bands like Periphery and shit. That would be fun. Sweet. Feel All right, mine. so we're going to move on to uh, a question I love to ask. Do you guys believe in ghosts? I do. Do you have any ghost stories? Uh, Joe, explain. Oh, this is – oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay that's, explain immediately. Okay, well, do I have any ghost stories? Um, Actually, yes. I – I have this one, this is only this one experience, this one time in my life where this happened to me. I was like probably like 10 or 11 years old. I was, um, I was in this house I'm living in now. I was uh, playing my piano. I was like re- doing some music stuff. I was learning some song because I was taking lessons at the time. And um, I remember I was like, I was playing a piece and I stopped to look at the the score just to see like just see like the notes and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, I just hear this like voice in my left ear go, "Joey." And then I was like, I like freaked out. I literally ran away. I was just like, I was just like, "Holy shit, that was insane!" Like, what the fuck was that? Um, I read a song about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he um. But let's so it's so weird because that's like the only <laughs> yeah I have bro I really have been waiting for a reason. To <laughs> um and, and it's so funny because like now like nowadays like even like you know as my 20, 24 year old self I still find myself watching like Ghost Adventures on like the Travel Channel that's like one of my favorite shows. Oh, that show's awesome. Yeah, it's, I love that show. Like, it's really convincing in my opinion. He's such like, an asshole, but it make, that's what makes that show good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any, any like, any kind of ghost-related like movie or show I'm really into, honestly. So, yeah. Anybody else has any ghost experiences? But that's definitely the top one for me. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So, like, you just heard it whisper in your ear? Yeah, I just heard it whisper in my ear, dude. Like it was like not like like it. It's almost even sounded like I don't even know. Like it sounded like a, like a familiar voice too, which is kind of weird to say because like it didn't like. It didn't like sound like anyone I knew at the time, but for some reason it sounded familiar, and I was just like, "This is fucking weird, bro." Like, this is are you crazy. sure it wasn't the Yin Yang Twins? <laughs> Imagine, just like turn around, they're just standing there. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. anybody else have any uh, stories? Nope. I mean, I I believe in the occult, so you know, ghosts kind of come with it, spirits and stuff like that. But if we're talking about ghost stories. There are plenty of women that have ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I'm not gonna get into stories, but it's happened before. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's brutal. These these women, <laughs> um, they're haunted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I get ghosted all the time. It's funny. Um, sweet. All right. Well, I can't, you have any uh, occult stories? No. <laughs> What's the? You just watched no. the? I did weird New Jersey when I was a kid. We went to haunt haunted places, but nothing ever happened. All right. I don't mess with Ouija boards. What's the difference between like occult and ghosts? Hmm? Boring. You mess with what is the difference between the occult and ghosts? Ghosts are spirits. The occult, Ignorant. I don't know the the exact term, but let's see: supernatural, mystical, magical beliefs, practices, and phenomena. So yeah, ghosts. It's part of the occult spirits. All right. Cool. Fun. Um. So we're forty-five or forty minutes into this now. Um. Not even a quarter through the questions. Uh. So how much time do you guys have? I'm I'm personally fine. All right. We'll keep going then. Uh. So who are some of your musical influences? I'll go first with this one. Personally. Yeah. Um. So. I like to credit a lot of different bands just for not even just like our influences, but just like my own like personal influences. It really ranges from a lot of different like kinds of bands and like artists too. Like I really like for, I guess just to start off with like the stuff kind of relating to like Empty Vessel. Like I love, I love, uh, I love Wage War. I love uh, Invent Anime. I love Currents. I love Alpha Wolf. Love Fit for King. Love all those just like really heavy bands that also incorporate a lot of melodic stuff into their music, which I'm always a big fan of. Um, and then like bands that kind of don't really relate to us, but like have a special place in my heart, like Breaking Benjamin, like all those like older, like kind of like, like heavy, heavy rock, hard rock bands, like Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, um, freaking Shinedown even. Dead and like there's stuff like, like pop music that I used to listen to as a kid, even like I used to, I remember I used to collect like now that's what I call, yeah, now that's what I call music CDs. And I remember just all the songs on there. I would just be super into for some reason just probably because i probably because all the songs were really catchy but like two of two of those artists that really stand out for me like those like pop artists so to speak that just like really hit a certain chord with me are like and i have no shame in this in sync and share i don't i don't care what anyone says they're 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 top tier top of them rock so that's what i'd say for me Cool. Uh, anybody else? Um, well, this is kind of the first time I can actually answer this question in an interview because you've been waiting your I, whole life to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> because I just actually started writing for Empty Vessel. Uh, up until this point, um, all of the stuff has been stuff that the OG members um, wrote, and we've just been like, you know, perfecting it and tweaking it. Um, so when I'm writing for empty vessel, I guess my inspirations are, uh, era like periphery forevermore, um, mm. North lane, uh, little issues in there. Um, like, like bands like that. Like I really like, like techie, like progressive stuff. A one band. What? A one bands for sure. Except for issues, I love issues. That new album slaps so hard. Hell yeah! 
for me, I kind of dive over a lot of people with this one. Trapped is probably my favorite influence of music. I'm totally kidding. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. So for me, it's kind of pretty much in between uh, both Joe and Nick is like my territory. Like I love the heaviness and the elements of Fit for a King. I love the ambient textures and heaviness of North Lane. Um, Tyler Carter and the rest of Issues has been amazing. Even when he was in Woe Is Me, anything that has the um when the dark meets the light and sense of sound and feeling that's really when i you know get drawn to and that's pretty much our our newer material that we're going to work on is going to have a lot of that element where you know the dark meets the light there's going to be crazy breakdowns with very ominous ambient pretty textures on top so that's pretty much where i'm in my area <clears throat> all right cool Jack. Um, all right, so nice. Uh, yeah, I got distracted there. I'm love to decide to yell something through the door, even though she knows I'm recording right now. So fantastic. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what, how, how you, you, you guys, you said you mentioned on tour before. Uh, are you pl playing another tour or anything like that? We were, we had one booked, but With then the uh, good old COVID came along. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, where were you guys gonna go with the the tour? Have you rebooked it or? It was it was a tour and weekender. It, I don't know if it's classified the same thing. We were only gonna be away for three weeks. We're trying to dip out into different states and build our name up a little bit before we actually dedicate ourselves to go on a actual like week two week tour. Um, but this one we were trying to hit the tri-state area, and as COVID start to hit we had to pull back a lot of places and have it more local um we were going to hit back up in the poughkeepsie area we were going to try to hit staten island or long island and we were trying to hit brooklyn and as it ha actually that should have been coming up this weekend i think damn right as it happened um we we started losing every show i think we took Every band out there right now has really taken a hit with shows, but so it's not like we're complaining about it. But we definitely, I'm complaining about. Lost, it. <laughs> I know we definitely lost like seven or eight shows already that have been booked. The next confirmed show we have is in October. Yes. Till then, we have no idea what's going on because the world has no idea what's going on. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So, how has this uh, COVID nineteen thing affected you guys personally? Besides the tour thing, like as a band or just personally? Like, is it put you out of work? Anything like that? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, um, I got laid off um, from my job at Sam Ash, and my other job, I work at a music school teaching kids. And luckily we converted to virtual lessons. So I'm still able to give lessons, but I did lose like half my students. So it's not nearly as much. Um, but it, you know, it's not all bad. Like it, it is like for us musicians, like a good time to like feed our like, you know, creative side and like just buckle down and just use this time to come up with like new stuff. And that's what we've been doing as a band, just trying to use this time to write and, 
um, solidify ideas for the future. So when stuff opens back up, we can like start tracking, start working on what our next move is. Um, but yeah, no, it's, de it's definitely tough. <clears throat> All right. Anybody else? Um, I, me personally, I work at a, uh, I work at a liquor store in my town and, the amount of people. So before this all COVID nineteen stuff started, we had offered like delivery services. Um, so like people can like order online, they can like order whatever kind of alcohol they want, and you can just deliver it to them. And um, once the COVID nineteen stuff started happening, people were like, "Oh wow, yeah, uh, this this place has delivery services. I'm definitely gonna take advantage of that because I'm not trying to leave my house. I'm not trying to go to it. Trying to stay home as much as possible. <clears throat> so like our delivery." numbers and our pickup numbers just sh fucking shot through the roof like we're still at this point like we're still so backed up with shit it's like actually insane so thankfully i i'm happy to say that i've been able to have my job and i've been able to make like a decent amount of like extra money but sometimes it's like it's so busy that like you wonder sometimes if it's, it's like all this like stress and like dealing with all these people is it like really worth it but i mean I, I i thought that at first but then i realized it's like nah it's, it's really not that bad Joe. like you can get through it and it'll, it'll and if you know if people if people decide to you know do the right thing and stay inside and be safe and, be <clears throat> and everything hopefully this shit should end as soon as possible and honestly that's what we're all really waiting for we're waiting for this shit to kind of go back to normal because i know all of us are fucking dying to play shows like literally I keep seeing people on Twitter just like talking about how crazy shows are going to be when like the first couple shows come back, it's going to just be like freaking ridiculous. And like, I'm really itching, <clears throat> itching so bad for that to happen. So Bro, I'm going to like backflip off the stage. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> you do that and pay the medical bills. <laughs> I'm nuts. Um, all right. Uh, if you guys could trade places with any other person for a week, famous or not living or dead, real or fictional, who would it be? What a question. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a good answer. There, there is no reason needed. It's Ryan Reynolds. I meant to be in a wild man like Jason Momoa, but Ryan Reynolds, hands down. All right. Deadpool. I like that. Sorry, I, had, I had to jump at that one. That's fine. And uh, the other Nick. Just the other day. That's <laughs> oh, uh, oh man, that's a tough question, question. for me. Uh, Joe, you didn't answer yet. You say Ryan Reynolds too? No, I'm not gonna say Ryan Reynolds too. But I just, I, I still need. I'm, I need to think about this. This is like actually. Can I, can I? Can I? Can you ask another question? And we can think about it. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> if you won the lottery. What would you do with the money? What was that? If you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? I know what I'd do. Go ahead. I would first of all, I would uh, I'd pay off all my school loans for yeah. sure. That's the first thing I do. I would definitely. I wouldn't move into a mansion. That's not what I would do. I would move into like a house that ha is just like normal as fuck, but like has everything I want. Like has a pool. Zach, I don't want to be you. Why did you say that? No one wants to be you, Zach. Oh, no. Zach, I don't want to have your fucking mustache, you okay? Um, uh, I Zach just so I could shave that mustache. And I would just have like all the all the uh, all the just amenities that I think I would be happy with, and then and then I just go baller. I'd go bonkers with gear, and then it'd be yeah. 
and then I'd be uh, I think I'd be fine. Listen, nuts. All right. Yeah. Similarly, I think I'd do a lot of the same things. I don't think I'd buy a house. I think I'd get like a nice condo because um, I don't think I'd want to commit to a house yet. Um, I'd pay off all my loans, like my car and my student loans, and probably pay off like my mom's mortgage. Like, all right, so how much is the lottery? Like, how? That was, how that was what I was going to ask. A billion. A billion? Okay, yeah. Everything. All debts. I'd buy houses for every family member. You know what? Fuck it. I'd buy a house. Yeah, I don't care. I, like, I don't have to worry about committing a billion dollars. Yeah, I'd buy a house. No, I would. <laughs> I would. I would pay off any BS debt oh, that cool. I had. I wasn't. Done. I wasn't. I was finished answering my my. Okay. Okay. I was finished giving my answer. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> All right. So I, I'd get either a nice condo or like a decent house, and I'd build like a nice studio in it. Um, part of me wants to say I'd like move to LA or New York or something. Um, don't roll your eyes at me, Nick. That's what so the are. Um, like, yeah, I'm gonna move to LA or New York because of music. Be uh, different, man. I go Nashville. Yeah, that was the other one. That was Nashville for three years. Um, and um, then yeah, I build a nice studio and just like. All of my projects, like I just pay for like the best marketing for them, just so I know that like everyone's like hearing like my stuff and like like reaching as many people as it can, you know. Um, because like you know, obviously that's like one of the hard things about being a good musician. Like making good music is just half the battle. Like marketing is like the other half of it. Like you have to really do your due diligence <clears throat> make sure your marketing, um, and that's not free. Um, and yeah, just like Joe said, I'd go bonkers with gear. I'd get like a mayonnaise, like an, like a nice PRS, like fucking Skurvison, like just all these guitars. I'd have like amps on stacks on racks. Like I'd have an Axe Effects and a Helix. Who gives a fuck? I'd get them all. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. All right. All right, Nick, since you're so itching. Oh, thank you. Before I rudely interrupted you. Um, <laughs> Pretty much the same with them, minus the L.A. and Nashville. Um, I would definitely, you know, pay out any debt that I had. I definitely want to get, like, even my thought now, like, when I retire, I want to have, like, a cabin-esque house. I want to live far away from people and, you know, just enjoy the woods and stuff like that. Other than that, um, buy out and trick out a crazy jeep i drive a four-door wrangler now so if i can get one soup it up to my specs i would do that and definitely build up my horror collection i'm a huge horror movie fan and i get a lot of uh a lot of collectibles and things made so if i can do that i would be very happy to have my house kind of like a museum for memorabilia and stuff zach don't tell me what i want <clears throat> what do you think about the stuff from Jeff Kiesel? Uh, I don't know what he's talking about. What happened? No, basically. Hit, hit or miss. Hit or miss, in my opinion. There's been a lot of uh, debate about stuff. I mean, whether it's um, Legator, Legator, whatever the company is, uh, Balagir, Kiesel, it really depends on what you want and you have to know when you're 
go to a custom shop to get things made to spec. Some, you'll get exactly what the specs are, but sometimes you might not like the end result. You're really rolling dice with that, yeah. in my opinion, at least. I don't like a lot of the teasels. Like, I mean, no. I, I think they're cool. Like, I think they're pretty. But I don't know. Personally, not a lot of them do it for me. I, I don't think I'd ever buy one. But what, what is he talking about, Joe? You said you know what he's talking about. Yeah, so basically there was this whole, like, thing where um, – there's two. I think there's two things that happened. I, th I don't know about one of these things. Cause I don't know how sure I am about one of these things. But apparently, a person had ordered a guitar where they wanted the they wanted the neck wood. They wanted like this part of the guitar to be like flamed maple, so it has like the like the streaks going like this way and shit. Right. But he got it, and he just got like a neck basically exactly like this. It was just like regular maple. Oh. And this guy. He made like a YouTube video about it, and um, and then apparently the same dude who ordered that guitar had like went on uh, one of like Jeff Kiesel's like live streams and was like commenting on like the, his live stream about it. And Jeff Kiesel, he was just like he was like not having it, and he just like basically like went off on this guy like like in but like not in like a totally like unprofessional manner. And he actually like made like a couple days later he made like an apology video basically saying like he wasn't in the right mindset. He didn't think about what he. Mm -hmm was going to say before he actually said it and things and Wait, what did he, say? He, he was basically just like telling that I, I from what i could tell he's basically telling like this customer like he was just like what he was saying was basically like really stupid and like like just like basically like to stop commenting or something like that i don't exactly know the words but basically jeff was kind of just like putting this throwing this guy under the bus for for not really for no reason at all unfortunately and kind of like put him kind of put his like his um his recognition like and kind of put his like i what's the word I'm for i guess recognition is the right word but um he was kind of reputation like, reputation that's the right word I'm for. thank you his reputation would kind of took a hit from that and he yeah, had he was mike you're right he was being a huge he's been a huge penis and uh <laughs> He decided to make that video in an attempt to uh, kind of like get back to the community and get his, and get the community support, which is fine. He can do that. Um, but if it was up to me, I wouldn't. If I'm getting a custom guitar, I'd either I wouldn't go to Kiso personally, mainly just because you can't fucking see what it looks like before you order. What's the point of ordering a custom guitar if you can't see what it's gonna look like? I'm like like even a schematic. Like I would not order a custom guitar if I didn't know exactly how it was gonna look. If like they didn't send me a picture or like a mock up or something like that. Like I don't know. Like the people that are doing that, like Maness is doing that, Algar is doing that. They'd be one of the, they'd be one of the first two companies I'd throw my money towards for a custom guitar before Kiesel personally. So, but yeah, no, he was just going crazy. And you can apologize, but you know you can't erase the past, unfortunately. Um, what's the strangest or crazy experience you guys have ever had just in general or personal or whatever? What a loaded question. Yeah, really. That's double barrel. Um, it's like too many to pick one. Yeah. So many. The, the craziest or weirdest you said? Craziest or strangest. <laughs> That's a rough one. I don't know. 
Speak the first one that comes to mind. I'm sure it'll be interesting. A lot of the way my brain works, I can't think of a single example unless there's yeah, a, a lot. A lot of mistakes with like old girlfriends have been oh. like the pinnacle of crazy shit going on in my life. What's but... the craziest ex girlfriend experience you've ever had? Oh, oh man. Man. <laughs> um, I had one break up with me for leaving an iced coffee cup on her floor. What? Yeah. Is there Good context to that? Like, I, I mean, it's it's loaded with context, but it's pretty much <laughs> met each other. We knew each other as kids. 17 years later, we find each other on a dating app. We go for it. We're hanging out. Three months into a BS relationship, she lied about a lot of stuff. Um, to give the spark notes version of it, <laughs> she, I wound up crashing over her house. She came home from work. I was going back home to my house. And she got home. She called me. And she goes, how dare you? You left a, a coffee cup on the floor? Like it's an iced coffee cup. It's January. What? And I said, I didn't even go to, she said it was Dunkin' Donuts. I said, I don't even go to Dunkin' Donuts right now. But your ex-boyfriend who has the keys to your apartment probably did. And that uh, accusation of a question pretty much led to a explosion. And then that was the demise of that relationship. But that was very much needed. Put it that way. That's crazy. Yeah. Toxic, toxic shit. That's oh. nuts. It's awesome. It's awesome. You guys go. What do you got? Um, all right. Well, since we have a theme now, um, I have a terrible date experience. I guess it's not weird or, or crazy, but I don't know. It's what came to mind. Um, so I had just got out of a, like a really long relationship. So I, I was just looking to you know, eyebrows, eyebrows. And, um, so I hopped on Tinder for the first time and, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, when you first get on Tinder, you're just like, yeah. Um, so yeah. So I matched with this girl to the, I do, I genuinely do not remember her real name, like for the life of me. Um, her name on Tinder was lip artist and she had a combination of pictures of, of designs that he did for her lips. Like one of them was like starry night. And like the other was like New York landscape. And then some like really slutty pictures. I was like, ah, oh, this one should be easy. And so, <laughs> uh, so I started whatever talking to her and then it was in the city. Like I was interning in the city and I matched with her in the city. She was in Brooklyn. So after like I got out of my internship, she was like, Oh, let's meet up. I was like, okay. And I met her up in like a park. And she was like, oh, like, I want to get some bud. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, she was like, yeah, like, I got this guy over here. And then she, she was like, do you have any money for it? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I, I pop an eighth. Um, and so she took my money and then went around the corner and then came back instantly. And I'm pretty sure that she was just taking my money and just we were just smoking shit that she already had. But whatever. Um, like, I was like, as, as long as it leads to pussy, you know? And... Um, so, um, dude, I was, I, I was just out of the relationship. So I was hungry, you know? And, um, so then at the end of this 
weird date. And she was the worst for the record. She was so like ratchet and just so annoying. I was, I just, you know, I just wanted to smash. And so at the end of the day, she's like, Oh, I really want us to have our time. But like, unfortunately, like I've got like people over my house tonight. So like, why don't we just meet up tomorrow? And then like, you know, whatever. I was like, all right, fine. Like, that's cool. Um, and so we like bought tickets to um, – you guys ever heard of the iPick movie theaters? Like like the fancy one with like the, the beds and shit? I think so, yeah. Um, so we, I bought us tickets for that. And tickets were like 40 bucks each. So now, if you're keeping track, I spent $40 for both of us, $80. And then I bought an eighth bought an eighth for 35 so that's what i'm at like a hundred and something bucks on this girl and um because i'm getting used to dating i'm like oh i have to trick her into thinking i have money um so so, um the next day comes my train's running late whatever i get to new york with just enough time to hop on the subway and make it to the theater, we were supposed to meet at a bar beforehand, but that all blew to shit when, you know, my, when the train got pushed back. So then I'm now kind of frantic, like I'm trying to get it. She's getting agitated and she's at the place. I'm like, all right, I'm on the subway. I'll meet you there. I hop on the wrong subway. It takes me, it's the express one, it takes me all the way in the opposite direction. Hop on another wrong subway and whatever. By the time I finally make it to the theater, she's already in there ordering food and drinks on my tab. I think I remember this story now. Yeah. And then it's like halfway through the movie. I missed like half the movie. Um, And I'm already pissed because I've just gone through all of this, spent all this money to miss most of the movie. And um, so whatever, I sit and then we watch the movie. And then afterwards she wants to buy more weed. So of course I do. And, um, then it was just awkward from then on. And remember I was supposed to, it was a late night showing and I was supposed to stay at her place afterwards. And that was the whole plan. And that part is important because it's the city and there's no way to get back to Jersey at that time from the city. So if I didn't stay with her, there's no way for me to get home. Um, and so I, um, Afterwards, it's just awkward. I'm pissed because of all this shit that's going on, and she's the worst. So it's not helping. She's just being awkward. Um, and then I was like, oh, "Like, are you okay?" Like, some kind of. She's like, "I'm just matching your energy." I'm like, "The fuck does that mean?" Like, um. So then, at one point, she's like, "All right, like, uh, I don't, you know, like, I don't really feel like you know, there's anything, you know, whatever." And then I was like, "I mean, yeah, like you're right, like." like there's no conversation like you're not talking like uh, every time i talk it's a one-sided conversation like yeah i i guess i'll just figure out how to get back to new jersey now um at two in the morning and cat there's no reason to say shit like that um and um all right you don't need to put that on the screen for people to see um and um and so now I'm stranded at 2 a.m. in the city because of this girl that just essentially I'm convinced now just used me to pay for shit. And um, I had to fucking call my mom at 2 or 3 in the morning to come pick me up in the city. And I thought she was going to be pissed, but she was actually really nice about it. But yeah, so that that's the 
one of the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. And also to fucking reiterate what Kat said, I, for the record, for all the listeners, I wasn't poor. I had just deposited like $700 and it hadn't cleared yet. Cause you know, if you deposit more than 200, it takes like a day. So it, it wasn't that I didn't have the money. It, it was, it was an isolated circumstance. So let me ask, did Kat have to buy dinner for you that night? I, I paid for the movie and everything else. She did have to pay for dinner, but I paid her back. I paid, I paid her back in other ways. Wink. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, that was loaded. Um <laughs> Brandon, yeah, the plot is thick right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh what do you how do you guys feel about cars becoming fully autonomous, having no steering wheel, brakes, or accelerators in the future? Skynet, if you've ever seen Terminator, shit's going down. Technology, so, it's taken over. I think it's sick. And I, I, I kind of like half of me is like, that's a terrible <clears throat> idea. But the other half is like, okay, that, um, that, uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted by my girlfriend's comments. Thank you for distracting me, Kat. Um, so part of me thinks it's a terrible idea because it's so dangerous, but also part of me thinks it's a terrible idea. And at the same time, an awesome idea, because if I ride in it and shit happens, it's not my fault. And I could do the fuck out of that company. So win-win. Uh, I, me personally, I think I'm a fan of autonomous cars. I just think people need to like not be stupid and like <clears throat> fall asleep behind the wheel. Um, cause like, honestly, well, Joe, like there's some cars now that don't even have a steering wheel. Oh really? Like, yeah, that's crazy. I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. Really. <clears throat> like Bentley made one, I think. That's crazy. I was, I'm, I'm just thinking like, cause like, I don't know if I was getting in some kind of like any type of device, any type of automated machine device, whatever that was like making decisions for me. I feel like I wouldn't want to just be like, Oh, okay. I like, I'm fine with it. And I'm just like fall asleep because yeah. who the fuck knows what could happen. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to die. I'm not trying to be in some shitty situation. I'm trying to, trying to make sure I'm, I'm good. I'm not trying to you know make sure I, my life ends early or anything like that. So I, I think it's cool. Just make sure you, if you're doing autonomous driving that you don't let it like lull you into thinking like, Oh, you just fall. make sure you're aware as you die. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, we, or anything, but you know, just make sure you're awake. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, like when you're on a plane, like when the thing's going down they're, they're going to like wake you up. Like, sir, you need to be awake right now. It's like, why the fuck did you just wake me up for him about to die? Like what the fuck? I can't, I can't even fall asleep on a plane. Even if I tried, honestly, if even if I was like super slumped or something, I, I just can't fall asleep on a plane. It's just like, I awesome. smoke on airplanes. So. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Yeah. I'm this. crazy. I personally feel like as technology progresses, uh, progresses and it gets more advanced, we as human beings get more and more lazier about things like the, the smartphone thing. I just did a paper on that for my class. It's like we have come from working so hard to get into contact with people and driving and moving and countless other things that now since all right, now you're taking the whole driving aspect away from a vehicle. Next, we're going to be in beds where we don't have to leave. And it's like, oh, I got to take a shit. And a hole is going to open up from your bed. And, blah, and that's, that's going to be Segura. Tom yeah. Segura. Thank you. Thank you. Me and that man Fuck have the yeah. same mind. Fuck yeah. But it's true. 
the way that you think about it, all right, you're going to take the steering wheel and every responsibility you have as a person driving your vehicle away from you, technology's got it. But Dude, no. Wally, that's the future, man. You, ever, you guys ever seen Wally? Yep. You ever seen Terminator? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a no. I, I honestly feel like that's a no. Okay, yes, I've seen it, but it's been so long. Uncultured. Like, watch me again. I still need to watch it, so. Wow, two for two. All right. I'm really shitty with watching movies, so that's. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> My girlfriend feels the same way, so it's fine. Using a scale of one to ten, rate yourselves on how weird you are. Uh, 69. <laughs> All right, that's one. I'd say probably like, depending on my mood, anywhere between like a, a mm, I feel like I, I, I main line at like a seven, but I range from like a five to a 10 if I'm feeling real spicy. Real spicy. All right. Then the, the, the vocalist, Nick. Normal people scare me, so I feel like I have to be crazy and different. That's the norm for me. So I'm not going to give you a number, but I'm, I'm bonkers in the not crazy, I'm going to murder you way. But uh, yeah, gotta have fun. If you're vanilla, you're, I don't know. Our drummer is very vanilla. So he scares me. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, what is the most hilarious childhood memory you can think of? Mm-hmm. Back at it again with them hard-hitting questions. Yeah, man. Hilarious childhood memory. Damn. Growing up in Brooklyn. All right, why? Not specific. Not anything. It was just fun. You know, we were kids playing out in the street. I moved to Jersey, and there was, you know, no one outside doing anything. It was a whole different, like, way of life at that point. And it was just everyone down the, the block, not the street, with family. Um, you played on the stoop, not the porch. It was just, it was a whole different energy of growing up. And then we moved here, my family, and it was so protective and different. And I don't know. Growing up was probably my fondest, you know, times in life. Word. All right. Joe or Nick? Dude, I'm in the brain of a goldfish. I can't fucking remember shit. You said most hilarious childhood memory or like... Yeah. Oh, I thought you said fondest. Hilarious? Yeah. Oh, falling through a staircase. What? Okay, so I'm sorry to take the spotlight. Um, I totally heard that different. So I just sketched that one. Uh, I'm walking up my stairs. We lived in an apartment building that was like two or three stories, and it had these thin spokes, no thicker than a water bottle, these wooden spokes. One of them was like breaking off. So I'm walking. I'm talking to someone. I'm walking up, and my leg falls through, and I proceed to fall through and crash land on the next landing. It wasn't that high, but it was still hilarious. You fell through the stair or the yeah. Stair? It was it was kind of like a, a comedy sketch in a way. So just you're walking upstairs, you turn around, you miss the step, and your leg goes through an opening. You fall through that wooden opening, and you three stooges all the way down. Damn, that's nuts. 
It was fucking hilarious. I think I just I just thought of what mine was. Um, as a kid, I I've hurt my uh, and it's not really it's not like laugh out loud hilarious, like like crying laughing or anything like that. It's just funny to me, just because how I feel like how many times it's happened. But as a kid, I I think I on three separate different occasions slammed the fuck out of my the underside of my chin. The first time I did it, I was like six or seven years old i was at a swimming lesson and i thought uh, and it was at i was at a swimming lesson and um it was like the end of the lesson they're like okay go one more time and then you gotta come back out i was like whatever okay so i was like i'm gonna jump in one, one last time before this lesson ends i'm like okay cool so i'm thinking like i'm gonna do a spin in the air and i'm gonna jump in the water it's gonna look cool and everything two problems one i didn't jump out far enough two i didn't spin around enough so when i came back down I landed, my chin landed on the side of the pool like this. Ah, oh, no! You're done. Yeah. I thought these were hilarious. Why are we talking That's about like, battle wounds? Okay, okay. No, here's, here's the next part. That's then like, I hit, the worst fears. then like a year or more later, I'm in, I think I'm in science class in, in uh, elementary school. I didn't tie my shoes as we're leaving class. We're like lined up, ready to go. I didn't tie my fucking shoes, bro. And I freaking... I fall like I fall like this, like just like just like that, like no arms out or anything like that. My fucking like my freaking chin smacks the ground like that, starts bleeding again. I'm just like, oh my god, like are you fucking kidding me? I'm just like, this is so annoying. And then the last time it happened, it was like three years later. I'm on my uncle's boat in like some lake in New Jersey, and I'm on the front of the boat. There's these metal bars, and he's like going over waves and shit. I'm just like like that, and then. I fucking and then third time, hit the fucking bar, the exact same spot, on my chin, three separate times, and it all hurt like hell. But I'm just thinking to myself now, like, wow, I was really, I was really not like paying attention. Like I was really stupid back then. That's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Not really funny, but oh my god. Now I guess. I one time I was like, I woke up in the morning after a night of drinking, and I just like went to go to the bathroom. Taking a piss or whatever, and I just like I don't even remember how it happened. I just somehow fell and like smacked my chin against the tub, full oh. force, and I bit through my lip. Oh, no, like, like I didn't even like bleed. Well, I bled a little bit, but like nowhere. Like I bit through my lip. My tooth went through my lip. Oh. And I was like not bleeding as much as I should have been. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Just feel it. I, all I felt was the pain. Like. I don't know, two minutes afterwards. And it was just fucking brutal. I don't even remember how I fell. I just was taking a piss. I finished up and then I fell. I just fell. And I I thought about it later. I was like, wow, I could have fucking died. <laughs> so many people like die after like smacking their head against the tub. Yeah. How did I, how am I how did I live through that? Like <laughs> um, All right. I've got one. Um, so when I was in preschool or kindergarten i was maybe like five um i uh so if you guys have watched mulan which you should have because fucking classic um you know that it has a banging ass soundtrack right yes um shit rips still holds up to this day so i just finished watching that movie and i 
and I was in a good mood. I was like, oh, I just finished watching Mulan. Such a good movie. The credits are rolling and the music is going. So I was feeling it. So I was like bopping around. I was like dancing, right? Um, and then I side shuffled, like I shuffled to the side, you know, you do that. And then I buckled my ankle. And as like a five-year-old, like it hurts so much. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying, right? Um, so I fell down and I started crying. And then my family rushed in, my mom and my aunt and whatever. Um, and they're like, what happened? I was like, I was dancing. I heard, I heard my foot, whatever. Um, and you know, I live in like a very, like, you know, walk it off like household. My mom and dad are both, you know, rub some dirt on it. That kind of, those kind of parents. Um, and I, you know, I was kind of a hypochondriac as a kid, so it's kind of fair. Um, so, you know, my mom was like, you're fine. Just, you know, catch your breath, walk it off. You'll be okay. Um, so then a couple weeks later, like I was at uh, my grandma's house, uh, and, uh, so my grandma called my mom and she was like, Hey, I don't know if this means anything to you, but Nick's limping. Um, and so my mom got all defensive. She's like, don't tell me how to raise my son, this and that. Um, and so, uh, that was that. And then like another, like two weeks later. So we're at like a month after, you know, when I hurt my foot, um, like she started seeing some bruises around my ankle. She was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should take him to the doctor. And then, so she took me to the doctor and it turned out I broke four bones in my ankle. Jesus. Um, oh my God. Dancing the end That's crazy. What was that? That's nuts. So, yeah, it wasn't that funny at the time, but in hindsight, probably one of the funniest things that's happened in my life. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, I sprained my ankle pretty bad one time. I was like shoveling, uh, digging holes and shit. And I went to a jump on the shovel and my ankle just rolled as it hit the shovel. And I put oh, the full force of my weight. Like, uh, I weighed like 260. I put the full force on that ankle and it just like collapsed. Mm-hmm. And I fell to the ground, dude. I was screaming. It hurt so bad. Dude, the guy I was working yeah, on, I called him. Like, ankle. Look, dude, I called him. I was like, hey, dude, I just messed up my ankle pretty bad. I can't move right now. I couldn't walk on it. And I had to like crawl to my car. And he's like, walk it off, you pussy. And I was like, dude, like, I don't think you understand. Like, he's like, he fired me on the spot. I was like, I got to go, dude. And, uh, yeah, he fired me. Wow. He's like, I'm not paying you either. And I was like, all right, this is fucked up. So I went home. I couldn't walk for two days. And then he finally called me. He's like, you still messed up? You ready to go work? I was like, I'm, dude, I, can't, I still can't walk. He's like, prove it. I'm like, well, can you come pay me, and I'll, I'll show you that I can barely walk. And uh, he finally did. He was like, oh, you really are messed up. I was like, yeah, it hurt pretty fucking bad, dude. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's your money. And then I never worked for him again. But Nice. Good friend. Fucked. He was yeah. a friend of mine, too, and he just got real mad at me. It was, it was a job that he poorly planned and he needed me to do last minute. I was doing it, and then uh, and I, I got hurt. And he, he's like, oh, you're going to sue me? Like, no, I just... I just can't fucking finish the job, man. I don't know what the fucking problem is. I'm t- sorry. He just got all fucking pissed at me. I don't know. I think, if, I think he thought I was going to sue him or something. Mm-hmm. But it was fucked. Yeah. But anyways, um, so where was I? Uh, what's something you guys think might be a conspiracy? Mm. Oh, boy. Uh, um, I don't know. You can go COVID. You can go. Really? So, I mean, it, it really depends on what's going on, but. I'm so scared to answer because I'm so uninformed. <laughs> like, I don't want to just say something and just come off as the ignoramus that I actually am. 
Um, so someone else say something. Well, no, no. That's why. That's why I took a leap at it. It's not that I know the facts. You know, there's a lot of people that know what's going on. There's a lot of people that don't know what's going on. There's a lot of misinformed people. There's a lot of just miscommunication with a lot of things. And you know, you have something that was written in a book, I think, back in the '80s, saying that we're going to have a flu-type sickness come, and it's going to wipe out a lot of people, get a lot of people sick, and then it's going to disappear as fast as it came. And then, uh, yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. Thank you, Mike King. That's oh, been another big one. <laughs> um, but no, it's there's a lot of different, you know, conspiracies. You, you know, you could put a conspiracy on anything. You know, Sasquatch, like UFOs. Now all of a sudden the government's releasing UFO pictures and footage and stuff like that. We live in a world of conspiracy. I've got, I've got one. So I don't know. I don't know if I, I believe it wholeheartedly, but I think it's kind of fishy. Um, so right, I got. I read something about this at some point that like all important people, as they're starting to matter, used to get assassinated. Right? Like you got like Martin Luther King, JFK, even like Tupac and Biggie and like that kind of shit. Like, um, like huge influential people that are like trying to like change. The, the course of America have all been like assassinated or killed or like in weird circumstances that there was no real answer to what really happened. Um, and it's, I feel like part of the reason it doesn't happen as much now um, is because it's harder to get away with that shit. But also at the same time, it is still kind of happening. Cause like, look at how many fucking people have died like this year. I mean, maybe not as influential people as like, Martin Luther King, but like, you know, you got like Kobe and like fucking uh, who else? Who are some other people that have died recently? Uh, fucking no one's gonna help me with people that have died recently. Um, freaking all the rappers, um, yeah, like a lot of rappers, but oh, the, tw- uh, the what is it, the 27 Club, Kurt Cobain, and all the other people yeah, that dude. famous shit like that, yeah, I think it's called the 27 Club, yep. It's in, it's, it's in, like, if you think about it, it's like, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I was watching Phil DeFranco because that's where I get all my news. Um, he was talking about how Trump is claiming that, uh, it was a lab, uh, COVID 19 was made in the lab. He I says did he's, hear got, that. he's got, like, uh, evidence of it from, like, spies and shit. Um, saying that the the Chinese government has been talking about uh, how it actually was made in a lab, and he's got, like, somehow he's got evidence of it. He won't prove it because he, oh, I don't want to let out my sources and shit, but he claimed that uh, right. in a briefing or something like that. So now You the- know what else is crazy about that? Like, every election year, there's a pandemic. Like, that is what's crazy about this to me. What, like, bird flu... Ola, like all of this shit happens like right around like a fucking election. Um, I think the biggest thing was that it happened in 2020. Like I seen a meme like right before all this happened. Uh, someone was saying because um, the memes like I don't know in November we're saying World War Three and pandemic memes. Um, and then we actually got into a pandemic. But one of them was like, oh yeah, 1820 pandemic, 1920 pandemic, 2020, what's gonna happen? And then there was a pandemic. Yeah. Like it's, that's the shit that's fishy to me. Like who the fuck 
made those names. They're also, Zach, Zach is trying to join. He wants. He's he's ready. I mean, he I guess he can, but like, we're gonna have to hit another editing point because we're gonna have to sound check him in. Right. Oh, man. So, Start comments. If one of you guys want to like send on the link, we can get a get him in here. But um. Uh, Ray, what's the Ed, Ed and Eddie conspiracy? If you're still watching, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'll put that comment up. I was gonna bring that up, but I think I, I I'm gonna have it wrong. But I think it's a lot like it's similar to the the Rugrats conspiracy. Uh, and I know that one. Um, so that's basically saying that Angelica from the Rugrats. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're all. It's the uh, the show is all in her head, and it's her like sick fantasy of like, um, like, like they're all the babies are like stillborn basically, and it's her like trying to deal with the tragedy of all her like, uh, friends or whatever. I don't know being. I don't know it perfectly, but it's around that. It's all basically in Angelica's head. And I think the other conspiracy is like that, where it's like uh, one of the characters is, uh, it's all in their head for some reason. I don't know. I, I seen Probably it. Head. Yeah, I don't know that much about it, but I did see it the other day. So, yeah, he says right here, so each person on the block was a different year. Like Eddie came from the Roaring Twenties, he was always trying to make money. Hmm. Maybe I got it wrong. That is cool. I mean, I like. Well, I I really dig the Rugrat idea. That's a that's a deep conspiracy. I'm very much into that. And that's right. That's cool too. I didn't know that either. That is pretty dope. I like that. It's a cartoon, but it's so much more. I love that. Yeah, there's pretty neat ones out there. I mean, they hide a lot of shit in cartoons, man. Especially in the world of the internet now, you could find so many things about, you know, innocent cartoons and stuff like that that have so many hidden, like messages, agendas. They're calling out people. They're, you know, using phallic things and stuff like that. It's all. It's awesome. Yeah, they got away with some shit. Um, like Disney doing the the shit with the uh the Little Mermaid putting the penis in the castle thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they used to get away from. They used to get away with some shit. Um, so you know how to hide it good enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Zach really wants to come in. If you guys want to send him the link, I don't have him on Facebook. I don't think so. I mean, we can get him in here, but I could send them the link. I fuck that guy. So we gotta be that one bandmate. Oh, uh, yeah, you were late, man. <laughs> I want to hear his ghost story, though. He says he has a good one. He Zach is scared of everything. I have scared Zach more times than I think years he's been alive. Like it's so easy to do it. I could be sitting right in front of him and just yell, and he will shit his pants. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I have some recorded on my phone, and it's amazing. It's just me going. And he jumps out of his skin. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, while we get Zach in here. All right. Um, let me get that link. What is something you guys want to say to somebody who wants to make music but lacks inspiration? Keep pushing. You're going to have bad Keep days. Listening to you yeah. Don't care about what people think or say about you. Just keep doing it. If it you know, gets to that point where you hit a wall, find a way to go through or climb over that wall. Just keep going. Don't stop. That's and like kind of art form that's with anything in life. That's me. And sometimes, like, it's a fine line. Like, at least for me, 
like the point I reach is do I want to force it or do I want to let the ideas come naturally? Because um, naturally, sometimes if you force an idea, it's not going to end up being as good as if you know you just let it come to you naturally. Like if I have a song that's like in the works and um, like I kind of hit a wall, like I could just like force myself to come up with some ideas and maybe get something good out of it. Um, but part of me sometimes wants to wait and see if it comes up to me. And But if you really feel like you're stuck and you're just not coming up with anything for like a, like an extended period of time, like sometimes just force something out, even if it's terrible. Like just sit down and create something, record it, you know, come up with a riff, like record it in your phone, whatever it is, just get something down because at least now you have something. Even mm -hmm. if it's terrible, it's something to build off of. Because you could take this terrible idea and tweak the parts that make it so bad and then make it into a good idea. So it's it's just about forcing it sometimes. Like you don't want to always force those ideas because naturally they're going to come to you. But even if you force a bad idea, it might inspire a good idea. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, um, That's what I try to do in uh, when I force something. I like, usually put it aside if I don't like it. Use it for later and do that same thing you just said. So you always say, always save your ideas too. Yeah. Don't ever throw anything away. Yeah. Um, be a I just saying like yeah, like Nick, I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, I have just like on my phone, I have like like videos, like stockpile of just like these like riffs that I just like. I'm just like look playing sometimes, and I'm just like, oh, that's actually it's pretty cool. I'm just gonna. I, I don't know what the context is of it is right now, but I'll just. I think it's cool. It might be an idea later on. I can interpret it in some way. So I'll just record it. So I have like probably like about maybe like yeah. in somewhere in between five to 10 videos, just like me playing riffs that hopefully will turn into like future empty vessel material because they, I think they're, I don't want to get rid of them. They are, they're, they're cool. Like riffs, something just to just like build on. So oh, 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 yo, what's good. There he is. Oh, boy. Stash. I heard you were talking oh, some gross. shit about me. <laughs> Yeah, oh, cool. Zach's on an iPhone. Oh, Everybody make fun of him. <laughs> oh, one more thing on that topic. Um, like, w one thing I swear by when I'm, I'm when I hit a wall. Or oh, rest, I can't do that. Zach, oh. shut up, man. Shut your mouth. <laughs> one thing I swear by when I hit a wall are reference tracks. Like, I'll just like find a track that has like the vibe that I'm like trying Can to you hear me. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yes. Um, I'll find a track that I'm trying that is, kind of embodies like what I'm hear, like going Is Nick for. talking? Zach, I'm gonna kill you. He's muted now. He's muted now. Good. So I'll try find a track that embodies what I'm like the vibe I'm trying to capture. And either like I'll kind of like copy like the main riff that I'm like um that is like inspiring oh. me, or like I'll like try to like riff on top of it um you hear me then take shh take I that riff. bro i'm gonna kill you <laughs> you did him again <laughs> i'll take that riff and like tweak it until it's something completely new so like yeah reference tracks when you're in a when you're in a rut are your best friends <clears throat> like it just can inspire so many new ideas that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't have gone to that place yeah, all right what? what? No, what? Well, let's what deal with Zach. All right, what can you, you hear us, Zach? I'm muting my mic. Okay. Can Zach. you hear us? Can Hello. you hear us, Zach? Oh, Hello. hey, what up? Hello. All right, you can hear us now? 
Are y'all playing playing a prank right now? Bro, no. Unplug your headphones. Unplug your headphones. No way. You guys, wait. What? Unplug um, your headphones. Headphones. All right. How about now? Can you hear us? We can hear you. We can hear, yeah, I hear you. you. You hear oh. us? You yeah. can hear us now. Yeah, we're good now. This <laughs> is why you should have stayed in the comments. <laughs> Bro. I'm so sorry. I'm over here trying to make a point. Oh, can you hear it? Oh. We apologize for Zach, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Okay. And um, so we're just missing one member now. We got every, almost everybody from the band. Yeah, let's um, see. Anyways, so Zach, I, I've been waiting to hear this ghost story of yours. All right. I got you. So, so it's not necessarily my ghost story. It's a story that my mom told me that happened to her. Like, I don't know. I want to say I was in elementary school at this point, maybe early middle school. I don't remember. So my mom more or less can talk to ghosts and spirits and she does all that kind of stuff. Um, not a lot Wait, hold on, recently, up, but she kind of used to like a little and stuff and did meditation and all this different hold on, types hold of on, stuff. So hold on, hold on, um, hold on. One night, hold on. My mom was cooking dinner. I don't think we can hear you. Oh, uh, you can't hear me. No, we Zach. can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear me? He should be able to hear everybody. That's the way streaming works. Can you hear me? I hear all of you. Okay. Um, Wait. <laughs> Hello? Wait, y'all are trying to call me? No, 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 no. He he what? asked if your mom you asked your mom can speak to ghosts. Uh yeah, yeah. She uh in a way, yes. All right, what way would that be? Um, she doesn't necessarily go out of her way. They more or less come to her and ask, like, ask her things. Um, or right, so your mom is the Andre? character from the sixth sense. Good to know. <laughs> your mom but, Andre? but she, she, she hasn't had a bad experience, they've all been good, and it's not like yeah, she fucks around with Ouija boards or anything. She doesn't do any of that. Um, but uh, do you want me to continue with the story or not? Nah? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, all right, so. Um, we were having dinner and our neighbors, um, across the street, they're older. They're, um, probably in their fifties at that point, I would say. And, uh, the husband's mom had just recently passed away and his dad had already passed away uh, years ago. Um, but his mom just recently passed away. And my mom's just cooking dinner, getting ready for dinner and everything. I don't know where I was at this point. But my mom's just over the sink. And then she looks up and his mom was there, like standing there in the kitchen looking at my mom. And my mom's like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. You know your son's coming over in like, I don't know, like 10 minutes or something like that. He was, She was like, I just need you to tell him that I am up up in heaven with his father dancing the night away and that she doesn't want to wear this specific dress 
And my mom was like, is he going to think I'm crazy when I tell him this? And she's like, nope, they will totally understand. Just tell him those two things. She said, okay, but you got to go now. And she was like, that's fine. She left. They both come over. And my mom was like, uh, Mike, I have to tell you something. And then he she, he was like, uh-oh. Actually, what was funny was when they walked in, they were like, Annalisa, you look like you've seen a ghost. And she was like, funny you say that. <laughs> um, so she was like, so your father or your mother visited me um, a little while ago. And she wanted me to tell you two things. That one, your that she's dancing the night away with his father and that she didn't want to wear this dress. Katie, her, his wife immediately turns to him and is like, see, she didn't want to wear that dress. And then he just falls to the ground, hysterically crying. And he was like, did I ever tell you that my mom and my dad used to go dancing? Like, I don't know if it was every Friday or Saturday night. My mom was like, nope no idea whatsoever and my mom told me all this and i was like what the fuck that's wild so that's kind of like my that's it's not like wild. a scary ghost story but it's kind of like wild because my mom didn't know any of this information oh, that's pretty fucking all. scary and the fact that like his mom came told my mom and this was all like true and stuff i was like what <clears throat> that's crazy yeah joe that beats the shit out of your yin yang twin story yeah, it's mm-hmm. scary though. It does. It does. That's wild. So, what else has your mom seen? Um, I don't. She hasn't given me like any other more examples that I could think oh. of. And stuff. <laughs> what? I, what was that, Nick? I totally so, missed it. That's what I was talking about before. I missed this it though. Is, this is Zach. I had to. I had to. I had to do this for everyone at home. Is it my boy? No, hang on, hang on. Ugh. Oh, yeah, this. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, whether it's a real-life person or a fucking ghost, Zach will shit his pants. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> All right, Zach, you were saying? Uh, yeah, I mean, she hasn't... She definitely hasn't recently... But she would just like take her. She like would use incense. She'd like clear the house. Um, use like white light. Um, all these different crystals and stuff. Um, but she used to do like meditation and stuff like that. She hasn't really done that much anymore. Like she probably like lights incense and like does like little stuff like that. But. To my knowledge, she hasn't done anything or had anything crazy like that happen to her that I know right. of, at least. All right, cool. Um, so what are some ways you all want to improve your musical skills? Hmm. Uh, I want to get a better singing range. My yeah, range yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I feel like my shit is like here, my range. I want to be like up here. Yeah, we need to bring it up. And I know there's a lot of different techniques and things I can do. Maybe like lessons or videos I can watch on online or whatever to so try to do that. I just know that's the most important thing for me for any singer really personally, just to really use your to really use your chest instead of using your throat for singing. 
you can throw up singing or will tire you the hell out and you won't have any energy that so all right i really want to improve my picking speed because i rely i wish i could drum better that wasn't very nice um love you um yeah i really want to improve my picking speed uh i rely a lot on on like legato like techniques because like my fingers are fast like i have no problem moving quick with my fingers but sometimes i just can't keep up with my right hand i can i can get up pretty fast wait um but I, when i get up to it can we all speed, hear nick talking or the synchronicity of it isn't isn't quite there and so it's just it's something that i'm constantly working on um and i'm always getting a little bit better but you know uh, as a musician you're never <laughs> finished right zach i don't know why you can't hear me yeah zach you're causing all the problems right now i don't know what your deal is man you see but that's what he does in the band yeah it's, it really is he's on an iphone those things are terrible oh i forgot the fucking backing track equipment oh i'm sorry guys uh, i never did that for a show fuck off uh, no, you did for uh, I wish I could do more high. I wish I can do high screams and improve my singing because I don't know. I can dabble with singing. I just don't know what style. I need to chime in because all right, Nick. Yeah, everyone needs to know this. For all of the fans of Empty Vessel out there, Nick has an amazing singing voice, and he refuses to give it to you people. For, <laughs> I don't know why. It's so funny watching Nick talk and hear nothing. Hopefully, like on into it. Zach, I wish I could watch you talk and hear nothing. Wow. Um, I yeah, dude. Like, I think I don't want to. I don't want to. Are y'all on a computer doing this? Yes. It, it's your shitty iPhone, man. You need to like man. Keep going, Nick. You 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 keep going. Am I allowed to talk about unfinished stuff? <laughs> I feel like a chimney with how much smoke you blow it up my ass. Keep going. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about unfinished stuff? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, we have a song in the works called Savage. or I don't know if that's the final title, but at, at the very least, it's the working title. And Nick did some singing on it. And, oh, dude. It's like Spencer Satello type shit. It's like super high. Like, he, boys got range. Um, and, yeah, I hope that he does some shit with it. Nick. Um, so you guys can hear it because he's talking like he can't sing and he fucking can. Well, thank you. All right. Cool. Moving on. Do you guys have any interesting impressions or talent you'd like to share? <laughs> in, in, hmm. Impressions or talents. Impressions, you said? Yeah. Uh, Let's not embarrass ourselves, boys. Yeah, I'm going to do a Russian accent like my 10th grade uh, algebra teacher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she talked about parabola all the time, and she'd be like, "Is it okay?" And she'd be like, "Yes." And uh, she talk like she talk like she come like straight off plane, and uh, it, it like it never. Uh, and she would just talk like that, and it was, <laughs> what was that? I learned. I, I I honestly, I if it wasn't for that class, I would not be able to talk in. Who was that? I can like the way I could. That's my tenth grade algebra teacher. Her name I was gonna say I don't even know if you said that, but you just dove into those Vadonia series. Like yeah. Suka. Like you dove right into it. That was amazing. Houston, Texas, Suka Blaya, Suka Blaya. 
laugh. Zach could laugh like a fucking monkey <laughs> and a walrus when he gets going. Okay, dude, here's, here's a weird thing I can do. You ready? You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What'd you do? You want to hear? I love how I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's just like, ooh, what is that? I'll never tell. What is what? I'd love to know. It's like he's like, it's like a popping sound. He's like, do you know? Um, I could crack everything. That's your talent. It's not cracking. What what are are you doing? One more time. One more time. I'll I'll even show you what I'm doing. You ready? I hate it. <laughs> it's like suction I'll, I'll tell you what it is it's like suction you just go like this and then you put it on a plate like, I hate it and then stop it doing it I don't do it anymore at first I literally thought you were like like fucking doing something with your joints or some shit or like or that's what everyone always thinks that's why it's so funny I love that I don't like it Zach has Zach has a talent of wooing the ladies Please tell. Doing what, lady? Absolutely not true. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I can grow a six a six stash. No, that's you really good. You just chose to look like a pedo man. <laughs> All right. Um. So you guys ever forged your parents' signature? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you shit handwriting? I couldn't do it if I even tried. Nope. What's the story behind it, there, Nick? I, I mean, just like yeah. What is the story? You, that that I can't hear. you don't want to show it. your mom because they have, you have to bring it home and have them sign it so they know. I wish that you could read lips. That'd be lit. So I just, you know, Nick, you know sign language. I mean, neither do I. And then brought it back. I did that more than once. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, um, cool. What an asshole! Hey, you rebel talking over you, but thanks, Nick. I mean, Zach kept talking over you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guy. Zach can't hear you, Nick, so he decides to chime in it while, while you're talking. <laughs> it's it's making me so angry. I don't yeah. get it. And now you know, guys, why are you so mean to Zach? <laughs> <laughs> it all comes out on the hey hunt. There is no mute button, but there definitely needs to be a shut the fuck up button. <laughs> Wait, can someone ask Zach if he accidentally muted me for some somehow? Hey, Zach, is-, is there any way to mute him? Probably not. I can't answer because he's muted now. That's the yes. shut the fuck up button. Yes. It's like there is a god and he spoke. No, ask him if he has me muted by accident. I don't think he can. Yeah. I don't think that has. Oh, yeah. Can you hear Joe? Yeah. 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 I hear Joe. Okay. Can you hear Brandon? Yes. You could hear me, obviously. So you yes. can't hear Nick. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the only thing I can think of that could be is that he's on an iPhone. I, I don't know. We're all on computers here because we're real men. And I was gonna say like I, I didn't. I didn't even know. know. I was just like, like all right, I'll just hop on my phone. I didn't know what y'all were on. Oh, this is amazing! It became a roast. <laughs> do, do you use an Android phone? Uh, yeah. Oh God, you move. Fuck you! Uh, I do technology. <laughs> And real riveting stuff, Zach. People who don't know how to work technology. If if you're if you know anything about technology, Android's the way to go. Mm. I just got the new iPhone SE. I oh, love that's it. the problem right there. You got the new iPhone SE, or you got an iPhone SE? IPhone. Yeah, the new. No, there was a new. There was an old SE that came out 2016. They revamped it in 
like last Friday. I got it on like Tuesday or something like that. It just came out. Why don't you tell the six people that are watching right now what phone you had uh, prior to this one? I'm so mad that I can't roast them. You had what? An iPhone 6S. I made a big ass jump. And what generation are we up to now, iPhone people? 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no money to buy no new phone. My parents Bro, just had me pay for half of it for my birthday. So so. It's so funny. <laughs> Paid that phone in full. I'm pretty sure before Kevin's current phone, he had like an iPhone 4. <laughs> Bro. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Oh. Um, we're going to get up to closing the show here. Um, what's the favorite song you guys have written? Oh, I had a question. I don't think my friend's on here. I'm sorry. It's a question for the band. Why don't we play Fallout? Cause, cause he really loves that song. Like, all right. It. So, I, can I take the reins on this one? Who really loves it. Who? All oh, right, we can't hear you. <laughs> Nick said, "Who is your friend that loves it?" Uh, my friend Dallas at work. He like that's like okay. his favorite song from us. All right. Well, shout out to Dallas. Thank you. Um, we. The reason I don't want to play that, it's not that I don't want to play that song. We have so much more solid sounding material. Fallout was the first single we ever dropped before yeah. anything. And at the time, as Joe said before, we had another vocalist who was the, the first vocalist of the band, Ben. And um, Ben, and I'm going to give a shout out to him because he honestly wrote most of the Empty Vessel uh, lyrical material. Most of the stuff that's on the EP is... Uh, performed by me and recorded, but also most of the stuff was written by him. Um, so Fallout was his brainchild with the band at the time. Uh, we put the song out. There's a lot, if you listen to the track, there's a lot of layering, overlapping, and stuff that cannot be done unless you have two vocalists. So we can wind up going back to playing the material, but I would need someone of the boys here to do backup vocals for certain parts. We've done it before uh, through trial and error at practices, at shows, and we've pulled it off. But we feel that there's so much more new material that we have between the EP, the new single, which we're all dying to play, and other material uh, that we're working on right now. It's so much more of an evolved sound that we're trying to move forward. Pretty much. That's my take on it. I don't know about the boys here. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I honestly, I have no qualms of playing Fallout. All right, I'll let him know tomorrow because I don't know if he, I told him to watch the stream and I'm like, I'll get them to answer that question, but I'll tell him tomorrow when I see him. All right, cool. Uh, so moving on to the last question here. It's been a good time talking to you guys. Absolutely. What is the funniest thing that happened to you? <laughs> Did you ever do that? No, that's childhood. Oh. Oh, like as recently. Wait, we never answered the what's our favorite song? As a band or each of us? Uh, just each of you. Yeah. So we're oh, not yeah, doing that. That's right. You did cut off that question. The what's your favorite song that you've yeah. written? Yeah, sorry. Uh, didn't let you guys yeah. answer that one. Hi, Hadar. Um, uh, wait, so like that? Empty Vessel song or, or, um, it's an Empty Vessel, yeah. Um, does it have to be released or I mean, preferably, no. I guess without well, mine would be mouth breather then hands <clears throat> down. Yeah. 
Malfrida yeah. is definitely my favorite personally. That, as that that's out right now, it has to be Malfrida for sure. Because yeah. every time I'm, I've listened to that song probably way too many even times to fucking count at this point. And every single time, it's almost like listening it for the first time. It's super good. I'm, oh, we're oh we're talking about favorite song. Yeah. Oh, anchor. Welcome to the conversation. Word. I I do like anchor too. Actually, anchor is probably. Yeah, it's either Anchor or Skeleton Key if we're talking about the, the EP. No, I'm talking in general. <clears throat> well, yeah, those are, those are good. That's a good song, too. I, love I, should do, I should do a video explaining about the songs on the EP. I've been thinking about that for a while now, just to get that out. Um, the, my favorite song, it's a hard tie. Mouth Breather is in the running right now, but it's got a hard tie with uh, our song off the EP, Dark Passenger. It actually closes out the EP. Uh, that song is about Dexter and how his brain works. And I'm talking about Dexter, not Dexter's lab, the yeah. killing serial killers, Dexter. Um, that song, I love every ounce of that song, but I would say right now, Mouth Breather is probably, probably in the run. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask about the Dark Passenger song, but I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, so I was like, I'm not going to ask about a song I didn't listen to. But yeah, I definitely could tell just off the name Dark Passenger, it had something to do with Dexter. Mm -hmm. Sounds pretty cool. Um, I regret not asking that question, though. So I will. Have to. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, what are some lyrics in the song that I guess kind of relate to the, the favorite lyric from the song, I guess? Nick, that's all you, buddy. Oh, to uh, to what? Mouth breather? No, uh, dark De Dexter song, no dark passenger. EP? Uh, no, he's asking like what what lyrics kind of embody the Dexter thing? Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, all of it has certain like bits and pieces taken out of like Dexter and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to pick a line now that's really like just grabs you in that sense uh it, let, let, it, it, the, song, the end of the song is a breakdown it's kind of like a whisper and then it turns into a happy breakdown it's pretty much talking about how um not the voices in his head because he wasn't schizophrenic but it's pretty much like him yeah but it's like he's contemplated death a couple times he thought that he was a monster sometimes with what he was doing and what was wrong with him and then it's pretty much telling him like you could do it and have a release, but it's pretty much like he gets off and he survives and thrives and lives off of, you know, killing uh, evil people pretty much. So that's the end of the breakdown. The ending breakdown rather is probably the best like feel for that. All right, cool. That's pretty neat. I'll have to check that one out now. Um, all right. So anybody think of anything funny? The funniest thing that's ever happened to to us yeah as a band or individually uh individually i definitely have something as a band for sure i definitely have one personally but someone else go um if we're talking about the band i think definitely that one time at champs we were playing and uh involves <laughs> a pool table say again involves a pool table and yeah. <laughs> we we pulled off the most MacGyver type shit ever. Oh, can I tell this story? Either one of you, because that thing was amazing. Go ahead, you go. Because it was <laughs> me and Kevin. 
Oh, oh man, of course, Kevin he's gonna tell the story, and I can't hear it. That's great. So this, this, all right, this might, this is a good one for like one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. Oh, um, so, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so me, if you couldn't tell from the entire interview, me and Kevin, the member that's not here, are both Zach. Oh man, um, uh, me and Kevin are both like jewel fiends, whatever. Um, and so we were at the show and it was a really fun show. Like we had a good crowd, like a lot of our good band friends were there. Um, and we were just chilling. Um, if you don't know how champs is laid out, there's like a performance area and then like a bar. Um, and so we were in the bar area and there's like a, there's like pool tables and shit. So we were just sitting like near the pool tables. And then, so Nick, you know, likes to roast. I mean, we all like to roast, but Nick, you know, likes to roast us a lot. And so me and Kevin were lashing back a little bit. We were, we were roasting him pretty good. Um, actually, oh, I remember what we were roasting you about. It was because he was wearing a windbreaker. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm saying, oh, where's your fucking fanny pack? Um, the match, whatever. Um, so I did that, not have a fanny pack. But you should have. Um, and so, <laughs> so, um, so Nick uh, – <laughs> because he couldn't think of any good comebacks, um, d- decided to like, um, I don't really know what you were going for, to be honest. Um, but he ended up just slapping Kevin's hand, which had his jewel in it. I'm Italian, and, I flail my arms when I talk. So, oh, so it wasn't intentional. You just happened to hit it. Yeah, just did this, just like that. Okay. <laughs> so he happened to hit Kevin's hand, which had his jewel in it. And so Kevin's jewel went flying. And it landed in one of the pockets in the pool table. The best and this is one of those pool tables that has like the tracks in it. So, oh, yeah. So it went into the sides of the tracks that lead just into the underneath of the pool table. So beyond reach, well beyond reach. It's not like we could like work it down the track. It had fell beyond the track into like underneath the track. Um, so I could tell Kevin was – like we were laughing it off, but obviously Kevin was a little pissed because like this is Jewel. Like, what is he gonna do? And so, man, yeah. And Kevin's my best friend, so I was like, oh, this won't stand. We need to figure this out. Um, so like, I'm like, fucking scrambling around. I'm like, how can we figure this out? How can we get it? Um, so then it, it dawned on me. I was like, all right, it's got a magnet in it, about? right? Um, it, it's got a magnet on the end of it. So if we can find something to link to that magnet, then we could maybe fish it out. So in the back of this venue, there's like this like little like um, crafts table where people like, I guess used to like work on guitars. So there's a bunch of like little like things there. So I found some twine and a little like metal clip. And I put the, thing? the clip on the end of the twine. And then I tied the twine to the end of a pool stick. And together, one person was like holding a flashlight into the hole. And then me and Nick were both trying to guide it while Kevin with the flashlight was like a little to the left, a little to the right, um, trying to get it to like catch the end of this jewel. And finally we did. We got it to catch on the end. And then we kind of like we were, had to be very careful. Otherwise it's going to hit it off and into the pool table and maybe into a place that we can't reach it. So we had to be very careful. And so we're fishing it out. And then we fucking got it. We got it out. And then – 
all of the people in our group just abrupt in cheering. We're all hugging and screaming and like high-fiving and the entire bar is looking at us like, what the fuck just happened? And um, the best part of this is um, our photographer was there documenting the whole thing. So he has pictures of us just like, like just cheering and shit and like hugging. And it, it was probably the most bonding experience we've had as a band. And one of the funniest things that I've ever experienced. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, oh, Josh, imagine don't... you just dropped it down. And you dropped it into a place like right after getting it that he just couldn't reach it all. It... Oh, my God, dude. That would make it even funnier for sure. <laughs> and, then, and then it all went away. Yeah. That would be a really that... funny end of the story. And then, long story short, he dropped it in the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> are you serious? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Oh, cool. I was gonna say I did not know that. No, he didn't. All right. Um, <laughs> nobody has anything else. Um, close the show out. I do, but I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. want to prolong this. Yeah, we're going for two hours and five minutes. Yeah. So, um, why don't you guys plug shout out anybody you'd like to shout out or plug whatever you'd like to plug again? Um, now. Well, give a shout out to everyone that listens to us, friends, fans, family. I want to give a shout out to everyone that worked on the new single. You know, thanks to everyone. I, I'm afraid to forget names, but you know who you are. Um, thanks to you for having us. And I want to thank my bandmates personally, because without you guys, I don't know what I'd be doing, really. So it's kind of cool being in the band with your friends and it's not just a business transaction kind of thing. Nice, I want to give sweet. a little sappy thank you specifically to Joe. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here, man. Love you lots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe's frozen. Let's take him out. Take him out. <laughs> I think Zach's frozen too. No. I'm no. Yeah, Joe's gone. Um, Oh my God! That was amazing. I want to thank you, Joe. I love you. <laughs> yeah, he went frozen there like two minutes ago, and I was like, "What's going on there?" But he just left, so maybe he'll come back. But um, I'm one to Nick. Then would you like to shout out or anything? Me? Yeah, you. Um, yeah. I mean, Nick covered most of it. Uh, once again, shout out all our day ones. All of the bands that we play with constantly, like Levitated, Injured Cold, um, et cetera. I don't, like, again, I don't want to forget. I'm back. Joe, I just gave you such a sappy, sweet shout out, and you missed it. Nick confessed his love to you. I got most of it. I got most of it, but y'all probably didn't get my response. I was just saying thank you for fucking being interested and being into it, dude. Like, that ass, like, it's been a fucking, it's been honestly, so fucking fun and it's going to be even more fun for freaking years to come and yeah it's going to be fucking sick um i just want to give a shout out to just everyone who's ever been a part of this band and in any way shape or form not even just like i'm not even just talking about members or anything i'm just saying like if you've been to a show if you've listened to shit you've bought merch if you freaking just like talk to us whatever the fuck like it doesn't even matter like every single one of you is like absolutely amazing so thank you everyone it's great and shout out to my girlfriend, Kat, for sitting through this two-hour call when she talks to me all the goddamn time. <laughs> Love you lots. Cool. And then, Zach, did you have anything? 
<laughs> is he muted? What's going on? Zach, why can't we hear you? You had such a good flow going. You had to fuck it up. That. <laughs> this is okay, gone. <laughs> I was ready to do sign language or something. Oh, there he is. Is he back? No. Still can't hear him. Nope. I'll kick him out for good. Get get rid of your stupid iPhone, man. It's junk. You can you hear me now? Wait, Zach, can you hear me now? Oh, fucking finally. Zach is probably thankful for his mom's. He's thankful for friends and fans and God. Yeah, okay. Um, Allah. Yeah, all the gods. Um, uh, Zach, if you can't hear me, my brother and Jess are listening, and they say, what's up, Taurus gang? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, uh, as a band, I would think that we're, you know, we're very – Thankful for everyone watching, everyone that's going to watch this, everyone that's listening, every our day ones, everyone who worked on the new song, who will be, you know, soon working on the new stuff. Uh, yeah, we love you guys, each and every one of you. Yeah. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, well, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show, including Zach with all his technical difficulties. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks so much, each and every one of you, for coming on the show. Your music's fantastic. Mouth breathing was great. Uh, everybody, this is, uh, the, the dudes, most of the dudes from, uh, Empty Vessel, uh, metalcore band from New Jersey. You can, uh, hear their, their, uh, new single mouth breather on YouTube and all the, all the different places. Um, everybody, this is the, Hey, how's it going show? Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye.